0: this is the e-commerce leader a show just for you the owner of a thriving online business in this bite-sized episode
1: jason and kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know let's jump in so the tip of the week um we're going to start plowing through these and really try to share the very best of what we're learning i learned something really interesting this week and incorporated into training we're doing for inner circle so I, i thought i would just pull out this secret knowledge, this little tip. (laughs) Secret knowledge. Pretty good. It is pretty good. It's actually pretty good um, uh, tip. And um, so let me just uh, share it and then we'll talk about it. Um, So this is the tip of the week. The traditional idea related to goal setting was that if you wrote down your goals, you, you know, that's your path to achievement. But mm-hmm. there's actually a, sur- so there's a classic survey that people always reference about a Harvard MBA university class mm-hmm. that researchers ask questions of. And this, as it turns out, this whole survey thing, this story, it's fake news. It never happened. Interesting. And so, yeah. um, but so, so this fake news story was out there forever. So then these actual PhD researchers um, looked into it and, and they kept getting tired of their students citing this fake news. So then they finally went to Harvard and said, you know, this, this clearly hasn't happened. They were like, no, it's clearly not happened. But, um, so they decided to make their own survey. Well, let me tell you the survey. So the original survey the one with the fake one said, surveyors ask Harvard students three, you know, uh, to identify whether they had any goals, had written goals, or obviously had no goals at all. So those are the three baskets. 10 years later, they go back and the people, and there were 13% that had, uh, you know, written goals. Um, oh, sorry, 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 I'm screwing it up. 3% had written goals, 13% had goals and 83% had no goals. So 10 years later, they go back and as the story goes, The 3% were earning 10 times more than anybody else. The 13% that had written goals uh, or or that had goals um, were earning two times more than those that had no goals at all. So that's all the fake news. Um, And I apologize. I butchered that story about 20 different ways. But it doesn't matter. It's fake news. The actual researcher story is what's really interesting. And here's the secret. The researchers broke people into five categories. Um, And... Um, the first one was, uh, and it was hundreds of people and they had all kinds of different goals and they broke them into five categories. Yeah. Um, think about your goal, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just, just ponder your goals, <laughs> write down your goals. So, yeah. you know, think about them and write them down. All right. Think about it, write it down and make some kind of little action step like, Hey, to meet, meet my goal, I'm going to do this. And then the fourth, that was the third level. The fourth level was send it to a trusting friend. And the fifth level was send it to a trusting friend. Also send them weekly updates. And that was the framework, the five levels. Interesting. And the, this is real science. These are real academic PhD researchers. And they went back and followed up to see how the goal achievement worked. And the goals were all over the place. Mm-hmm. Work-life balance, make more money, achieve a new habit. You know, like anything they wanted, they basically they let them do whatever goal they wanted. And the outcome was that the people who thought about their goals on a scale of one to eight, mm-hmm. they achieved a, like a 4.2. So half the time, if they just thought about a goal, it came true. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> so that, that's the case for a crapshoot 50-50 chance of achieving right. something. <laughs> just think about it. <laughs> just
0: think about it.
1: Yeah. But basically, the research showed that as you went up, uh, and there's there's a little bit of an interesting wrinkle in this, but I won't i you mean know, i won't go into it but as the as the level of activity goes up the ones who wrote down their goals mm-hmm. made action items send it to a friend and sent weekly updates um achieved on a scale of you know the one to eight seven point six goal achievement yeah. so they basically went from a 50 50 crap shoot to mm-hmm. full lockdown I mean, that's pretty much 7.6 round. It's a rounding error up to a hundred percent. Um, and so that was, so it's the sending it to your friend with Mm -hmm. weekly updates. And right when I saw that, I was like, dude, that's science. And it just made me immediately think like having coaches. I mean, like a lot of times we want to be like, Oh, I'm not going to tell anybody my goals, but I'm going to crush it. But actually scientifically, you're way better off if you go to your, your you know trusted friend, and say, hey, yeah. here's my goal, you know, can I can I keep you updated right. about this, and and actually use use that. And as soon as I heard that, I was, it totally clicked for me that inner circle and mastermind, and one on one coaching. That's why it works. Yep, um, that's sure. why people achieve goals. And so if you have a coach you're paying for or mastermind community, that's that's hmm. one of the reasons it works. Just it's not the brilliance of the people or anything. No, it's just, you just locked in on accountability at a higher level. So that's yeah. an interesting tip. No, I that's super interesting. That's interesting. You,
0: know what it, you know what it kind of reminds me a little bit of is sort of the micro commitment that's made, mm-hmm. right? Because every yep. step along the way that you're kind of going up that yep. food chain, if you would, you're yep. making higher levels of commitment. Yep. And yeah, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah. So that was super, super cool to learn about. I was doing that because I'm, uh, this week uh, in, in this whole month, actually, I'm rewriting one of my books, um, craft business power. And, um, and I have a whole chapter on there in goal setting. And as I was doing it, I thought, well, why don't I just, um, make a hour long webinar about this as well for our inner circle. And so that webinar is packed full of, that was, that's just one little, uh, you know, thought in that webinar, the webinar actually goes over five goal creation systems. Yeah. And, um, Cool. the 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 thing that came to my mind immediately was my when i thought about my masterminds you know you and i are working together on projects all the time we have our goals yep. but the, another one that i have um mastermind meetings with is a guy named mike he actually this book the most powerful goal achievement system in the world is one that i reference it's one of the five that i reference his his methodology and what i realized was for the last year or so, he's been talking about this book every two weeks when we do our mastermind meeting. And we would talk about it. We brainstorm, you know, the title and on and on. And um, can I share my screen with you? Could I actually show you this real quick? I want to see Um, it. uh, Let me share on Amazon. Because, you know, if you're going to write a book about goal achievement and you're going to put yourself out there as an author, the first question is like, can you... Have, Can you you any Have you sold any books? How do you make your goal? Can you make your goal of... Uh, Selling at least one. And as it happens, he is absolutely crushing it. So his book is... Uh, my screen will load here. His book is um, on fire. Uh, so here's the book. And so he launched it in the super competitive category of personal success. And so, you know, the number one book is... Stephen mm-hmm. Covey from the '80s, yeah, still number one. are crushing it. And you know Ray Dalio's book. We've talked about that before. Principles. Um, mm-hmm. You know Tim Ferriss is number nine right here. Mindset. Yep. This book. Um, Bill Gates recommends this book. Carol's Weck, mm-hmm. It's an amazing book. And um, the one thing. I mean, th- these are the monster books. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, Strength Finders. These are. Mm-hmm. This is the monster category. And and here he is. Uh, and he's been in the top 30 or so since he launched it up and down. He's been up in the top 10 for a long time. It was number one when he launched. Um, and so there he is. I mean, he's beating people. John Maxwell. He's beating people like John Maxwell. And so Mike's whole, Mike's book is an example of his goal, methodology mm-hmm. being played out in real life anyway i just i'm fascinated by it and he's a great guy anyway and the book is fantastic too um, but that tip for anyone watching um i just got to tell you i mean it's not just mm-hmm. writing your goals down and um so for for um the tip of the week i thought that was a good one to start with i think
0: that's a um, phenomenal tip
1: thought, other thoughts on that how does it relate think, to your life and struggle i think that it,
0: it's just re-emphasizing the importance of Making sure that you have uh, mentors coaches a community masterminds like don't underestimate the fact that if you if you are dead set on a, accomplishing your goals then those are not just a bonus those are really something that you have to have it's really a necessity yeah and so kind of that that shift yep. is is pretty powerful it's interesting, you know what it made me think of too is that um businesses, like big businesses, have forced accountability and mentors and masterminds. And it's called their board of directors. By law, they have to have them. And they have to have meetings at least once a year. But maybe they, I'm sure they have meetings more than that with their board that comes in. And you as the business owner or the CEO have to present your goals, present your vision, be accountable. And you're forced to do that. So you think, well, how are these companies continuing just to succeed and have success? Because they have the right mix of people in that accountability group called their board of directors. So as a solo entrepreneur... Why aren't you building out that same team of mentors? Oh, dude, that's a like a boor, your own board of directors. You have to think your own board of directors for yeah. accountability and moving your business forward. So yeah. that was kind of my thought and takeaway with that. And I was like, wow, it, don't make it like a make it like a luxury. Make it as a must-have of the core fundamental of your business and plan yeah. accordingly.
1: And but uh, the it's a brilliant idea. You do need to have your own informal board of directors, advisors, accountability yeah. partners, and a lot, and you know, a lot, there's a layer of it. That's trust and right. openness too. Cause a sure. lot of relationships we can get in are basically what you might call bragging relationships or like one-up right. relationships. Like, Oh, Johnny's going to share about this. Oh, well, yeah. I, I'm going to share my, you know, right. and that's not, that's not this level of accountability. This level of accountability is like, here's my, here's my, you know, mess yeah. that I'm trying to untangle. Yeah. How, and then people can ask you, well, What's your step? Right. Next step. When are you yeah. going to have that untangled? And then the powerful part of it to me is with accountability partners is once you say something in the conversation in the next right. two weeks or whatever, they'll bring it up. <laughs> you yeah, know? It's exactly. like exactly how's it going with your mess that you told me about. <laughs> and it, it it is positive so, peer pressure. Yep. Yeah.
0: Like peer pressure, it gets a bad vibe. But if it's in a if it's in a fulfilling and uplifting context of just being accountable, it yeah. can be the powerful sort of movement that you need to kind of help you accomplish your goals. So if you're fundamentally stuck and you yeah. really want to change, it should be a priority yep. to be in a, some sort of mentoring, mastermind, coaching yep. program. Yep. Um, because I think one of the reasons why people don't end up jumping in and being more committed to it is um, there's that sense of disbelief, like they don't believe yeah. that they're gonna be able to accomplish it. Right. And so there's this fear that holds people back from, from making that happen. And so this is, this is us telling you that we do believe that you can accomplish those goals, um, but you have to have the right structure in place. Yeah. And if you failed in the past, welcome to being an entrepreneur, uh you you finally made it into the club. If you haven't failed yet, you you haven't tried hard enough and you're you're not you're not in the club yet. But after you've gone through some failures, you're like, oh now I I understand. I have that sense of of um perspective. And I I realize if you can go back and look at that and say, right, I do need to have that level of accountability. Yeah. 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 I would say that the I would say personally the biggest changes that I've made in my life or the leveling up, if you would, in skill set has always been directly related to the people that I have speaking into my life yeah. and um, holding me accountable for things. Yeah. Um, now,
1: one, one mindset that I think people can get into as it relates to being in a, in a small group is fear that people will steal your ideas. Right. Like, oh, I, you know, I, I'm a private labeler guy on Amazon or I, you know, I do wholesale on Amazon, so I can't talk about any of me my products because people will steal some of my products. So that whole level of, I don't trust you, um, you know, can be a barrier. And so then the, the, you know, the response to that is you got to find a mastermind group that is supportive and encouraging. They don't necessarily have to be your exact same type of business. My, one of my mastermind groups uh, that I, I would put in this category is a guy I have breakfast with every Thursday and he's a dairy queen franchise owner. He doesn't know anything about online selling, hardly at all. Except, I mean, we—he actually <laughs> did retail arbitrage two summers ago and made eighty thousand dollars because because I told him all about it. But anyway, so he knows how to do retail arbitrage, but he stopped doing it because he got bored of it. But yeah. most of our topics are really about basic business stuff, and yeah. so um, that level, so that's a that's a fear that people can can overcome. Any other fears or? Um, incorrect attitudes or beliefs you think people have related to this? Yeah,
0: sure. I think, I think one of them is that they just like, so if it's a coaching program or a mastermind, um, one, you can go and find and make connections with people that you don't have to pay for. Right. But then the other part of it is if you want to pay for it and have people access to people's time, you should one value that time. So, yep. I mean, it makes yep. sense to pay for it often. Yep. But, you're, but you think about it as like, oh, I can't afford that. Yeah. And the question is, is if you are staying in the exact same place that you're at in your business, can you afford not to continue to grow? Right. And yep. you'd be putting putting like a number on that. Like, I expect that my relationship, this coaching program, this mentorship, this um, mastermind should produce a 2x, 3x, 4x, yeah. 10x in my business. That should be the mindset that you take. Everything should have an ROI. So you don't think of it as a, as a cost. You think of it as, okay, how much is this investment yes. going to produce? And then that also is a motivating factor for you. Of right. Hopefully, as an entrepreneur, you're like, okay, I invested this amount of money. For I sure. have to recoup that money yep. in order to grow my business and make that happen. So that would be the other thing that I would think of. It's like, oh, I can't afford it.
1: Yeah. No, I totally see that too. Um, I, th- I think there's a lot of that. Um, and you're right. You could, go, you could connect with people um, and, you with know, no, no expense necessary. Yeah. There so, is.
0: I think you have to have a skill set in order to do that effectively, though. Right. Some people yeah. aren't wired to be like good connectors. Yeah. So if you're not wired to be yeah. a networker connector, then you should go pay to have a coach and a mastermind yeah. just to get in that that yeah. frame, and then you can work on that skill set to yeah. grow.
1: I would classify it too as a couple of different levels. There's obviously a different level between having a coach, yeah, um, and having a peer sure in a mastermind you know like appear in a mastermind you both know relatively the same amount of things and you teach each other what you don't know so your effectiveness of shared collaborative information Mm -hmm. goes up pretty fast pretty well but that's different than having a coach that knows for sure a lot more than you about a lot different set of disciplines or something like that so yeah yeah and i think
0: there's a different relationship too because when you pay for coaching your your expectation is that that I am going to be held accountable that we're going to work through problems. Yeah. We have a we have a list of things that we want yeah. to accomplish. And yeah. that coach is going to hold me to those things and, you know, really yeah. be focused in on that and yeah. keep me on course and on track to
1: be accomplished in that. So it's a little bit different of a relationship. Because when you pay a lot, like I, and I, I've yeah. done in different periods of my life, I've done this. Um when you pay a lot you you bring a set of expectations to that situation right it's like you want to get your money's worth yeah for sure you want them to hold you accountable you want them you want to show up you want to be yeah. you know implementing everything taking notes at every you know yep. step because you feel like you've got this ROI mindset you want to achieve yeah, so yeah i totally get that too so, yeah yeah well so this is a great tip i think um just to recap it science tells us writing down your goals, sending them to a trusted friend and then sending weekly updates is the most scientifically proven way in which to achieve your goals. And uh, so if you like this topic, um, obviously this is self-serving conversation a little bit for Kyle and I, because we have inner circle program and we also do one-on-one coaching. Um, But we also have trainings that are available that don't have any kind of, uh, you know, coaching connected. Um, Our courses um, on Udemy, Are available. We have free content on winning on Shopify.com. And uh, we also obviously have inner circle and one-on-one coaching content there. So if that's the right, you know, I mean, if it's the right thing for you to move forward with us as your coach, great, but if not totally awesome as well, find a trusted friend to start meeting with and really implement that as a next step in your business life and your business growth. And I think it'll probably produce some powerful outcomes at whatever level you decide to implement it. Just going to that process of accountability partnership, mm-hmm. um, we'll s- see a breakthrough happen in your business. Um, according to the science, that's what the science says. Hey, if science says it, then got to yeah, believe
0: it. That theory could be Maybe true. Not. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's still, it's still a theory, right? It's still <laughs> a scientific theory. It has to be proven again. Something to test, right? Something to test. <laughs> test it in your life, but it has been has been proven, and, and it makes sense if you look at it from the context of other areas of life. Yeah, like Talking about micro commitments, it's been yep. that, that is a, a fundamental way that you improve your sales, your closure rate, right? Yep. Different things. Yep. And that is just a series of more smaller commitments to a goal. Yep. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense. Now that the question is, what are you going to do about it? That obviously, now that you have that information, you just sit on it and do nothing. Or do you start to make structured changes to your life in order to accomplish the goals that you have set out and want yep. to do? Yep. That is
1: all up to you and me and whoever watches this video yeah no doubt i totally agree 100 percent. oh and for those of you who do watch this video and that you <laughs> thank you and <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're in nice. our if you're in our inner circle program that training i'm talking about the new goals focus training uh, it comes out next week and uh mm-hmm. so you haven't seen it in our inner circle yet but it's an hour-long uh webinar all on goals the five uh goal creation systems um, plus the other pieces of information, plus this stuff about the science of this um, research, then all that comes out next week, just so you, just so you know. You know, I think, you know, you, you, you can agree or disagree, but I think that this particular
0: topic, would, if you begin to master this in your life and in your business, will produce far more results than anybody learning the newest, latest traffic technique or Shopify hack or, sure. you know, email yeah. strategy, because this is fundamental to really moving everything in life forward, including
1: your business. Yeah, this is more about like a personal development type level. It is. than it is sort of a info hack on, right. you know, technology, which we'll, we'll do a lot of tip of the weeks where we talk about sure. hacks on Shopify or Amazon or et cetera, et cetera. But this one's sort of a personal development related topic. Yeah. And I think those are important. I totally agree with you that the challenge, of course, is people can hear, oh, goals. I already know all about that. I know goals. I know goals. And uh, I know how to do all that. So that's the downside for such a common topic like this. But anyway, if for those you who know goals, hear, but are you effectively science? checking the box? Yeah, exactly. All right, my man. Well, cool. good times, good
0: well, times. This is great stuff, man. Great stuff.